Good afternoon. It's Sunday, three o'clock. Well, actually, a little later than three o'clock, and it's the Across the Podcast with Matt and Sam, and we are joined by a special guest. We have Zach from Zach Talks Tech on today. Zach, how are you, sir? Good yourself. Oh, not too bad. We're hanging out here. It's a little actually. It's quite hot here in St. Louis. It's about uh, about mid nineties. Humidity. It's kind of typical for the Midwest of the United States. It's pretty hot and humid. Ends the the day after uh, the Fourth of July. So the <laughs> Fireworks smoke is starting to dissipate and clear a little bit, so we're we're doing okay. How are you well, up there in Alberta? Uh, so I don't know what the conversion is to Celsius, <laughs> but it's about twenty one Celsius here today. So uh, if if someone wants to do the conversion, that's that's how warm it is here today, which I think is somewhere in the nineties. I could be wrong. I I could be completely wrong. I don't. It know. sounds maybe mid eighties or so. Who knows? We'll we'll get somebody in the chat or somebody will jump on. And uh, how's the humidity? Is it usually fairly humid in the area where you are? Or is it? No, it's thing? we're really dry. We're like, uh, we're like Phoenix dry. Like that's oh. how we get dry. It's dry here. It's always dry. Like I, I get constant nosebleeds. I've had nosebleeds ever since I was born. It's crazy, but yeah, it, it's, it's dry here. But the nice thing about that is we get, um in the winter here so we get winter we ask okay just to be really clear we get the four <laughs> we, we get four seasons here okay right yeah, of course. Um, but technically we have two winter and construction but <laughs> right. anyway so we get the four <laughs> we get the four seasons here but like for example when when it, it, it can snow and there can be like 30 feet of snow on the grass but because of the schnook winds which are warm winds that uh pass over the pacific ocean through bc that as they pass over the mountains they warm mm -hmm. the streets will be completely dry so on on christmas day i'll be driving around with the window down and right. but but there'll be like 30 feet of snow on the ground but that's <laughs> not today today it's 21 whatever that is in fahrenheit and right. it's dry and it's dry <laughs> sounds good How, how's uh things going on over in the uk uh did you get our, did you get our stuff done matt are we good hey, what? i'm back i'm done i'm done yeah. yep we're all shared and ready to go all right, good deal. So uh, we also, uh, Zach's not aware of this, but we do our T-shirt check, which also, as as Matt points out, makes for terrible audio since nobody mm -hmm. can see the shirts we are wearing. So we it's just become do the, a thing, though. So it's it's, it's like... a shtick we do for no reason. We actually, what we do is we describe the the shirts for the experience of the podcast. This is really for the the video stream, which we don't really go anywhere with. So it makes for terrible radio or audio, but. With the, yeah, there you go. So today we got well, Matt. Matt's got a. Now we have to understand. <laughs> now, when Zach reads this shirt, what is Zach reading on your shirt? What is the word he's reading? Well, so who whose shirt am I reading? On your reading, Matt. So it, what is? Yeah, what does it say? Derby. And what what it, does it say? It's Darby. Darby. No, it's Derby. That's an E there. Yeah, I know, but that is Darby. <laughs> That's where I live. It's Darby. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, See, I mean we, we normally get along with UK, UK fellows, but okay, we'll fine. We'll let that one go. <laughs> okay. So, okay. And then I guess they're marching onto Wembley Way. So I guess they're going up. Are they the actually final? The final. Darby's. Arby's. Yeah. Football. I, I could go for some Soccer. Arby's right now. Do you guys have Arby's where you live? Do you have Arby's? Yeah, we do. I don't know about we the don't. UK. I love Arby's. Love Arby's. There's like there's like two here in the city. Like, they've all shut down. There's like two and they're always busy. Anyway. Oh sorry. yeah, God. No, it's okay. So so and then um so he's got his Darby shirt, and then I've got uh, this is this is my my mother-in-law's idea of a joke, but not really. So it says, Let's assume I'm right, it'll save time. So I, I saw that. That's, That's a good shirt. I should get that, but my wife life. would never let me wear it. So. Oh, my wife makes me wear it because she thinks it's funny <laughs> because I you know just for the general things I do and troubleshooting in my life. So boom. 
this is actually is the first show we've ever had where we've had all th three different nations on it. We have somebody from the U.S., somebody from Canada, and somebody from the U.K. So this is actually our first United Nations version of the oh, show. Yeah. We should have only Americans or or what. So this is a, a three different kind of approaches to tech and just general life. So we're, we're looking forward to that. That's today. awesome. So how did yes. you get started in like how what do you do professional like for a living and then how did this all start with getting into podcasting and just the genesis of of, of Zach Talks Tech? Okay, so Zach, I I made the channel like I went onto YouTube and I made the channel in September of 2016, so almost four years ago. Um, and, but I didn't publish my first video until January of 2017, so like four or five months later. Um, at the time, I was working for a distributor here in Canada of cell phone accessories. So we would distribute and represent around 50 different brands. So brands like uh, Otterbox, Incipio, um, Tech 21, um, yeah. Nomad, a lot of brands that you guys are familiar with, a lot of brands that you'll see on my channel. So the way it, the way it worked is I, I, I used to take care of a very large territory in Canada. I used to take care of the province of Alberta and the province of Manitoba, which are huge, okay? Um, I mean, not a lot of people, but there's a lot of space, right? Like it would take, you know, two or three hours to go from town to town. Of course, being in Calgary, I mean, I can't get out to Manitoba every day, right? I mean, I, it, that's a that's a two and a half hour flight plus renting a car, da, 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 da. Uh, going around areas around Calgary was fine, driving every day fine. So the way I would get around showcasing product or, or demoing product for my customers was I would send out videos from creators that I found on YouTube. And I would find stuff from people like Jeff Springer, uh, uh, Max Lee, uh, high on Android, uh, Flossie Carter, you know, a lot of the OGs, right? They were doing these simple unboxings and showing of cases and things like that. Right. As time went on, the videos got longer and longer and not as focused. And like, I was looking for videos that were, you know, anywhere between three and seven minutes kind of thing, just kind of get to the point, make it simple, speak English, <laughs> not a lot of jargon and everything like that. And I noticed that a lot of these creators were pivoting away from stuff like that. And the videos I was finding uh, were not of the best quality or just a lot of shaky cam and uh, it just, you know, people just basically grabbing their camera and, and going, right? Well, I mean, right. When I, that works for some people, but it didn't work for me. So I took it upon myself and I grabbed my Pixel first generation, a little a little mini tripod and uh, a lamp, and I started recording my own videos. So my first <laughs> my first video on the channel um, is a is an unboxing, a look at a ballistic case. Okay. okay? And that's that's how that happened. So as as time went on. Um, I started making these videos and and sending them out to my customer base and um, and then I and then I and then I moved the videos over to at the time the channel was called Zach Talks uh, Zach Tech Reviews uh -huh. and then uh, then I rebranded into Zach Talks Tech about a year and a half ago maybe two years ago now. Okay. And uh, and that's basically it. So at first it was just a tool just to get through and get the information to my customer base and then it just kind of took on its own life. Cool. So. so well that's that's yeah because i've i've been watching your videos for a while now and i you know and i i always find them to be like you said og right they almost seem like they're very what i would like just the information right they, mm -hmm. there's obviously some commentary and those kind of things but you really kind of get more to the bare bones of it mm -hmm. and not so narrative i guess is the best way to describe it sometimes you know and like yeah. the, the kind of things where 
like I watch Flossie. I can watch Flossie. He could talk yeah. about an air conditioner. <laughs> yeah. He could, he could be describing literally a, a set of golf clubs. Yeah. And I would just be laser beamed into it. Just <laughs> I, wa- I watch all of his stuff. I, I, I just like the way he presents and, you know, he's been on the platform for so long. I, I completely trust his recommendations or not. Yeah. Right. And, and so there's only certain people where, you know, you're watching it and it's more, they would be more entertainment driven, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, I wouldn't make a purchasing decision based on something that some creators doing, which is totally fine. Yeah. Whereas we like you or Flossie, if you're going to say, Hey, here's a case I was looking at, or here's a phone you're looking at mm-hmm. your, your approach is more, I would go off that as a recommendation as far as information about a buying purchase, which is, which is nice to know. Yeah. And, and, and the, and the way I try to, the way I try to present my, my stuff is like, okay, so I know that the majority of people that are watching tech reviews are tech enthusiasts and tech reviewers themselves. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I should be able to send my video to my mother and she should be able to understand what's happening. So rather than s- saying in the video, um, the video has a, um, rather than saying in the video, the, the video, uh, the camera has a 16 megapixel camera, it does 4K video at 30 and has 12 gigabytes of RAM. I would right. say in the video, the video uh, the camera is very fast, has the most up to date processors in it, and takes great pictures of your grandkids. Oh, right. That's right. I mean. So I'm trying to find right now a kind of a a way to kind of balance that so that it speaks to the everyday person, um, but at the same time kind of appeases the tech nerds and people like that, the audience that I've kind of built off of, and um, that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of I'm in the process right now of kind of pivoting uh, the focus of my channel and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. There's a yeah. fine line between tech nerds and what general consumers understand. I like, think there's a complete disconnect. Finding I, that <laughs> right. middle ground is going to be pretty hard. I think. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, right. I think there's a complete disconnect between everyday consumers and and tech enthusiasts slash tech reviewers. And what I mean by that is, I'll use this example. Okay. There's a rumor. A very valid rumor right now going around about how the the new iPhones, the iPhone 12 coming out this fall, there's four of them coming out, that it won't include the wall charger. Okay, it won't include the wall block. So this is a this is a wall block charger. Okay, so there's been kind of two camps on this, which is what are they doing? What are you thinking? And then a lot of tech enthusiasts and a lot of tech reviewers, for the most part, most of them have been saying, well, we have hundreds of these sitting around. Um. I would ask you, I would ask this, go and ask any university college student how many power blocks they have sitting around. I would tell you they probably have one, maybe two. And if they don't have any, it's because they either lost it or they broke it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of tech reviewers and, 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 and enthusiasts to say, well, we have hundreds of these. Da, 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 um, no, <laughs> not everybody does. <laughs> no, that's, exactly. that's my, that's my thinking behind it. And I know that Apple has sent out a, a, a survey asking people and everything like that. And maybe they'll get around that by just including the cable. I don't know how they're going to get around that. I don't know how they're going to get past the blowback, but then how do you, um, how do you ensure that your customer base or the person that's coming in and buying that phone, whether it's from you or from Best Buy or from AT&T or for whatever kind of store it is, is making sure that they're buying like an authorized Apple cable or an authorized Apple block. Cause we've seen the stories before. Right. Right. So, and I did, and that's my most recent video was that I feel as though under mm. the liability reasons, the legal liability reasons that Apple will still include it. But the, the people that are saying no are very reliable and have very good track records. So I think I might be wrong, but, uh, th- th- but again, going circling back, like I said, I, that's just one example of how there's a disconnect 
right? Like I could never send a super staff. I love super staff. I could never send a super staff video to my parents. I love the guy to death. We hung out at CES or anything like that, but I could never send to my parents because it's like they would understand what you're saying, right? Right. right? Talk about yeah. the language. Right. But for, for example, Marquez recently did that video with Buick, that sponsored video with Buick. Mm -hmm. My parents would understand that because of his presentation style and everything. Right. right. So, um, you know, I think with everybody being at home and people watching or like that, we, I've, I've noticed a more of a disconnect of people going, you know, I just wanted to watch a video about the latest Microsoft, you know, uh, laptop and they don't understand what's going on and everything like that so that's why I, I generally try to i try to talk english if you will <laughs> right in my videos yeah. and try to make it easy for people to understand well and so i just that's want to admit, we got a lot of people in the chat we got webs uh ron's in the house and gary the fireman and our our buddy uh juan's in the house so yeah he's talking about yeah and just from an e-waste perspective i i see this and i agree i mean i have two daughters who are turning 19 Mm -hmm. I'm constantly having to either one buy a brick because they lose it mm -hmm. or you're right or, 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 and I, I'm going to put this out there and I'm going to stand on the hill and I'm going to fight the hill until I die. Mm -hmm. Lightning cables are engineered to fail. Mm -hmm. I have never had an Android cable or windows phone. I had my windows phones, a USB C to USB a micro USB, mm -hmm. whatever. I've never had the cable fail at the point of failure. Yeah. Every single lightning connector, my and my wife and my daughters have used iPhones for years, still do. Yeah. That are you, are you talking about fail. the Apple? Are you talking about yeah. the Apple brand and stuff? Okay. So right. the Apple brand and stuff is meant to break, so you buy more. Right. But there are so many third parties out there, like Native Union, Nomad makes a cable that you can tow a truck with. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> that are still great. But how do you ensure? that your customers are buying those cables that are MFI or certified by Apple to make sure there's no problems. You know as well as I do. Right. People will go and buy their iPhone and then they'll go buy a $5 cable from a, from a drugstore or from a gas station. And the next thing you know, they're on the news about a fire in their bed. Right. Right. So how does Apple get around that liability thing? Well, they provide the cable and the block, but if they're not going to provide anymore, how do you ensure or make sure that people know buy certified cable? Nobody's going to know. They're just going right. to see Apple cable and buy it. Nobody knows MFI. Right. Like it's, 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 it, it's, they've been really terrible. I wouldn't say they've been terrible about that, but a lot, a lot of customers, they'll recognize that logo made for iPhone, made for iPad. They'll recognize that. Right. But a lot of people, especially now, especially now with everything that's going on in the world, do I spend $15 or I spend $5? What do you think they're going to do? They're going to go for the five just because exactly. it's, it's quick and cheap. And it's not just the cables though, is it? The worst part is buying a brick. Yeah. A wall plug that's i don't know some of them you can't yeah it's cheap mm -hmm. but it'll probably melt yeah or, or, or cause a fire in your socket and possibly yeah. burn your house so, yeah now. i can <laughs> see why apple's reasoning behind it would be with the e-waste i i understand i, I, I can think it's yeah. a good idea mainly because like most this is you're gonna have to buy more charges which means more packaging and more mm -hmm. shipping and mm -hmm. uh, so i don't i don't know I'm not. I'm not. I'm neither in or out of the idea. I just. I completely agree I'm that sort there's of a, reading it, thinking. <laughs> I don't know. I completely <laughs> agree that there's a problem with the waste and everything like that, and especially when it comes to people within the tech uh, influence space or tech reviewers and everything like that. I mean, we're buying phones every six months and everything. I've for myself, mm. I've, I've, I've pulled back on a little bit, but and then like I flip the phones and I sell them. But I can't even imagine. Like there's there's hundreds out there and everything like that, right? But yeah. uh, like like Matt was saying, uh, it's. Like, how are they going to 
how they're gonna find that balance. I don't know how they're gonna market that. I mean, I understand that the the e waste recycling side of it is it will probably work and probably speak to the majority of their fan base or the man majority of those Apple, you know, fanatics if you want to call them that, yeah. right? The loyalists and everything. Um, but you know, for example, uh, like my parents recently upgraded to iPhone SEs. They went from iPhone six to SEs. I I recommend to them. I say get SEs because they don't understand the whole. Uh, no home button. They like the home button. They like having a button. It's a comfort right. thing. So they got they get these phones with the home button. And then my dad, you know, he called me up and he's like, you know, I need a I need another car charger. And I said to him, oh, just go down to uh, go down to uh, Best Buy and just grab one that's uh, MFI. And he's like, what? And I'm like, okay, just make sure it has this logo. And I fi- it finally came out to okay, I'll bring you one because I have a whole bunch here, right. right? But that's just an example. Like, and they're in their late sixties and everything like that. Um, that they had, you know, at least they knew that to ask me, they know that their son's a nerd about this kind of stuff. But I mean, <laughs> what about the average, you know, your everyday consumer that goes in that maybe doesn't know, right? And she's upgrading her phone every four years and like that. And, you know, she just spent $500, $600 on a phone and everything at the Apple store. Oh, just realized I need another charger. You know, okay, pulling over at the Esso station to get gas, you know, or, or as Matt calls it, Petro, right? And, Petrol. uh, Petrol, there you go. <laughs> and, and like, you know, oh, uh, Apple, big sign, Apple chargers, $5. You know, I just, sure. I, I, it makes me really, it, it, may, it makes me very concerned if they're not going to include it. Yeah. And so some mm-hmm. comments we have from Ross said, like, tech enthusiasts, people know, know USAC, not a big deal, but however, yeah, people break things, lose things, right? So mm-hmm. you're not including a charger, but you're making people go to the store and having to buy two and three chargers as they break and yeah. fail and cause issues. Mm-hmm. So are you really... You're, you're not driving e-waste, but your business model and the way you're approaching it is driving more people to consume and process yeah. and destroy and and have e-waste. So yeah. depending on how you look at it and, uh, you know, and so other people. Yeah. But it's like, see, it could go either way. They could end up, it could end up creating more of an issue or it could actually work and it'd be mm-hmm. less of an issue. I suppose, yeah. It's only time will tell. I mean, it, it, the immediate impact is going to decide because in a couple of years, it'll obviously it'll make things better, but it's exactly. the immediate first two years whether it's going to be more of an issue than it is mm-hmm. not and, and going back to the whole disconnect thing i mean one of the biggest conversations right now are you know will will the apple will the new iphone 12 have a 120 hertz display nobody cares about a 100 hertz 120 hertz display <laughs> outside of tech nerds okay people care about smooth but it's not <laughs> Like, but, but I think to your point, it's one of those things yeah. where that number, yeah. that 120 hertz, means nothing to the regular person. Does it, it doesn't. They don't know. It's just there not three, on the radar. There are three things that majority consumers look for when they're buying a phone. Four things, technically. Display. Is mm-hmm. it good? Is it, can I can I see what's going on? Right. Two battery. Okay, and and the and the software experience. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know if they're if they're used to Apple, they're gonna stick with Apple. If they're used to Android, you know, right. And the right. fourth thing, which I think is actually probably a major factor right now, is is cost. Right, like if I have to sign a two-year agreement, how much is it? How much is it outright? Da, 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 da. Right, but nobody, <laughs> you know, you're you're fifty-five-year-old guy who's who's just he he he's working nine to five and everything. He's not going into an AT and store CT and going, hmm, what hundred and twenty hertz display phone should I buy today? No, he's yeah. he's asking how yeah. much is the latest iPhone. Right? Well, especially into a carrier store at that point, you're pretty much really, it depends on what agent or, or, or service person you get really a lot of these mm-hmm. people will, will drive their own personal brand to it, which is fine. I mean, yeah. but I go into an AT&T store and I have in the past carrying a one plus mm-hmm. and the agent looks at me and they can kind of tell it's like, Oh, if you're, if you're carrying that phone, yeah. you're not a normal shopper. And if yeah. you're in the store, yeah. you already know what you're looking at. And, 
and I'm not exactly. downplaying. I'm not. I'm not saying that like 120 hertz displays and 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 different things that we've seen, like folding. I'm not saying that those things don't matter. I, those things are cool. I like those things. I'm just saying the the, the majority market, the people mm-hmm. that are that that Apple and Samsung look to 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 drive their market are don't care about those things, right? No. My my camera went out of focus again. Yeah, it's okay. No, and, and they, really, they really don't though. Like one's just made a point. No one noticed unless you put it next to a 60 hertz display. And perfect example, my brother-in-law's got a yeah. OnePlus 6 and he's looking to upgrade. And mm-hmm. he's been looking at the 8 and he knows I've got the Oppo, which is from the front basically and OnePlus 8 Pro. Yeah, yeah. So he was playing with my phone and playing with his and he's like, oh, it's smoother. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm like, hey, it's 120 hertz. And he's like, yeah. It's, I mean, it's smoother, but it's not like uh, not. I wouldn't choose it. Yeah. The first thing he noticed was, wow, the display, this, the the, the display looks good. Right. And then he's like, well, I could the battery. And I'm like, actually, yeah. it's, to be fair, it's pretty good. The yeah. cameras are good, battery's good. That's yeah, it. Like, that's that's all he was bothered about. That's it. Exactly. One like one said there, and people won't really notice that you put it uh, side by side kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, people want to be able to take good pictures. They want to be able to have their phone last throughout the day. Like my my dad's making concern right now with his uh one, with his iphone 6 was that you know he's barely getting through the morning and i told him well with the se you probably will charge up once a day um but you're gonna these are these are gonna be better experiences the camera da, 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 and things like that so he ultimately and he, and he was he's ultimately very happy with it so yeah that, that and that leads me to the next question what is what what phones does zach use jaily drivers <laughs> you know what i mean and I, I know this is always it's interesting because yeah. the varying ranges of responses we get here so what I, what do you use normally and what do you prefer yeah. and, it's and sometimes it's surprising yeah, yeah so it's, I, it's actually interesting I, I was uh i was i am hardcore android i always have been so right now note 10 plus right i love this phone love everything about it um my only my only drawback with it like i said in my review was uh no headphone jack because i like to be able to plug in like that road mic that can plug in for example for mm-hmm. for recording things uh but other than that i've loved everything about this i've had it for almost a year now like when this phone come out october last year september yeah i think so right so uh i love everything about this totally recommend note 10 plus but uh my camera of choice when it comes or my camera of choice my phone of choice when it comes to camera uh-huh. um and i've been i've been using more and more is the iphone 11 pro max um the camera experience on this is fantastic um with the changes coming with ios 14 and and things like that i'm really looking forward to what they're doing there with the widgets and everything um but okay so let's put it this way so when i went on vacation when i went to uh when i went to mexico i took this with me because i knew i could take a picture with this and not have to worry like just take a picture once and i knew it'd be a great picture okay Mm -hmm. um Plus, I also wanted to throw it around the pool and everything, and that was always fun to get people's reactions. <laughs> uh, and uh, and it survived; it was fine, obviously. And it's, I had it in the ocean with me and everything. Um, but if if you were to say, okay, you're going to be stuck on a desert island, um, you can only pick one phone. I would still pick my Note. I still grab I grab my Note more than anything. Uh, but when it comes to creative productivity, so making videos, recording B roll, things like that. I'll grab my Android. So I truly use, or I'll grab my iPhone. So I truly use both 50, 50. Right. I really do. And I, I, I've been, I've been talking about more with more with my wife. Cause I have a phone number for both of them. I don't have like Wi-Fi one, a phone number. I have a phone number for both of these. Right. Um, the phone number I've had forever since the early nineties is in here. Um, and then I got a really awesome number in this one <laughs> when I got it last year. So now I'm just like, and of course everybody in the creative community, people that communicate with me with iMessage, everything, they all have this number. 
So now it's like, oh, which number do I keep? Right. Right. Now you've, <laughs> you've kind of you've fragmented yourself, yourself into the ecosystem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but here's the thing though. I could cut myself off and I'd be fine. Right? right. But I mean, I love that I can use this, take a picture here and then just drop it over here on my iPad and then, you know, drop that picture and continue working on it on, on here uh, with, with final yeah. cut and everything like that. So um, when it comes to creativity and things like that, iPhone, everything else, the Android, and honestly, I use them both 50, 50. So. And then the next question I always ask, because I like to ask, I was an ardent Windows Phone user. Did you ever have any experience with Windows Phone back in the day? And if you did, how how do you feel about it? I mean, for, for Windows about Phone's a, a section in this uh, for about a week. Well. For about a, for about a week, <laughs> I used to work for a long time ago, back in the early two uh, thousands, two thousand one, two thousand two. I used to work for uh, a Telus dealer up here called Five Star Communications. They're not about anymore, but I used to sell you know cell phones or like that, and I used we sell a lot of flip phones or anything like that, and um, when we started carrying those, those, those Microsoft phones or anything, I had one for about a week as a demo device. Right. And then I was like, where's my, where's my Android? I can't remember which Android I had at the time, but like, where's my Android? I need this back. And it was mostly because there wasn't a lot of support for different apps and just the, I was just used to the Android system and everything. Like that. I was trying to force my way into it. Kind of like how I do now with the, with the iPhone. Right. Um, but I, yeah, I only use it for about a week. Like how, so say I'm like, like I thought there was no more support for them. Like I, I, don't, I don't understand. Oh, there is. They're they're way dead. I I just okay. I, I it's I guess it's it's with the HTC. I mm-hmm. I have a special place in my heart. My first real major smartphone back in the day was the HTC One M Seven. That was my first phone. Actually, technically, it was the S Four, but I just didn't like the phone. Touch Wiz was eh. The plastic mm-hmm. it was just I wasn't a big fan. And then I had a buddy who had one and said, "Hey, you should try this HTC phone." Mm-hmm. And I say on our other shows before, when you're holding the S Four. And you're holding the M7. We don't have that difference in, and you know, there was like polycarbonate phones and glass phones and metal phones, and there was so much more, I guess, availability yeah. of different kind of builds. Now it's just days. right. It's and when you were holding an S4 and an HP one M7, you could there's not even they weren't even close as far as yeah. build quality, as far as feature set, as far as software, as far as speakers. Yeah. The the M7 was totally superior in almost every facet to the s4 at the time mm-hmm. and so that's what so because that was it and then of course i transitioned to having a windows phone so i bought my first 1020 and taking great pictures and then i bought that was it once i started using a windows phone i was in love with it just the live tiles and having the people hub and just the way it yeah, I, I like the tiles really good yeah the tiles thing was fun there's a lot of things that they did at the time that we're seeing now with android or we're seeing now with like we, we always see comments here and they're like you know windows phone did it first and it was like what what what's windows phone <laughs> right well, well, so, said that the ios widgets sort of remind him of the tiles that's, yeah, that's, right. what, that, that's what i yeah. thought too when i first saw some of the the pictures and everything yeah so it's true a, a part of his timing i mean one of the biggest problem one of the biggest issues that the, the windows phones have was that there was, there was a lack of support from developers and everything mm-hmm. right so you didn't you didn't get this app or you didn't get this kind of, you couldn't do this or you couldn't. And that, and that was one of my frustrations when I used it for about a week. Huh. Right. Um, and then, and that's why I ultimately went back to my Android. I, I wish I could remember which Android that was, but anyway, but uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. To, it's kind of interesting to see things kind of come like full circle sometimes. So, right. Mm. Well, and, and like, and to me, you know, having the live tiles because that was cool. Cause you, and you could pin anything to the start mm-hmm. screen, like anything. Yeah. It didn't matter what it was, a word doc, a, a program, whatever. Yep. And then what I liked too, was the fact that you had feature sets that weren't available. So you had wireless charging, you had windows. Hello. That was a thing. 
back in 2015 on a window on a windows phone the 950 the most lamented windows phone ever when they were really officially kind of croaking right the 950 mm-hmm. and the 950 xl yeah but those those features and you know dark theme that was on windows phone forever love dark i can't i can't use any app or anything without a dark like because i just like oh my eyes right yeah, it's just, just like especially now he's like oh, like like a, a, it's nice worse now because facebook seems to be the odd one out everything on your phone is dark if you open facebook you're blind they got dark, they have dark mode on their desktop like on if the, you're with through like a browser yeah, but not, they're not, not, the, not the app yet and like i i avoid facebook yeah, messenger has dark mode <laughs> I, well, I was about to say the messenger does but like for example <laughs> my wife will be sitting my wife and i will be sitting there at night and she'll be she has a galaxy s10e and she loves that phone she absolutely it's a great and that that was a sleeper hit of last year the s10e if you're a samsung fan that, that was a that that is a I great think that phone. was just a good phone in general good it was it's yeah, yeah. sometimes i look over i'm like i, I i'm jealous of your of your flat display <laughs> but it's kind of like, a shame they didn't follow that on this year right well yeah i, I don't i don't know what samsung's doing sometimes <laughs> i like I don't think samsung are, knows what samsung's doing sometimes I, I look over at her and she's got she's got twitter open and she uses like the regular white mode and it's just like this beam of light in her face and i'm over here with dark mode i'm just like i can't i can't even look over at you but how's it going over there like <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like the uh the pulp fiction when he's opening the briefcase and the exactly yeah. yes yeah like oh, yeah. Marcellus Wallace. like yeah exactly. i remember the transition where you had dark mode theme on but no app was dark mode so it sort of defeated the purpose of when at nighttime you just get blinded anyway like i don't know about you guys but i've seen a total difference in my battery usage on both my devices when i started using dark mode especially on my samsung oh yeah especially my samsung like a huge... i think i've gotten so used to dark mode now i don't really notice it it's just I'm, it's so much easier I've on the got two phones right. i might actually try and run one light mode and see how it looks light yeah mode and, and then andrew makes a comment about htc so i don't know um how much you but i mean do you think obviously they have the the vr segment going on but do you i mean you mm-hmm. see they're making phones they had the u19e and now they got the u20 do you do you see that i mean are we are, are we way past the the days of hdc really being a player and it's a shame because do you think they should or where where is your like feeling about older brands trying to get back kind of get some traction and back in the game? I would grab it right now because I know it's drawer. I know I know it's drawers and I should grab it. But my very first Android device was an HTC Desire HD. Okay, I still have it, still in a drawer. Okay, <laughs> so I had that when all my friends were getting iPhones. I think I went from a BlackBerry to that, or I went from that to a BlackBerry. I think I went from a BlackBerry to that. I, so for myself personally, I, I have a little spot for HTC and I'm excited to see what they can do, if anything, kind of rise from the ashes or anything like that. I think they're going to grab a segment of people that are kind of nostalgic, you know, the start right. nostalgic kind mm-hmm. of thing. But they really need to bring something different in terms of feature set working with, you know, third parties. Um, pricing is going to be huge, too, in order to gain that segment. I don't know how it is. I, I think I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty sure the United States and Canada are very similar. But when you walk it, so the big three players up here, the big three uh, 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 wireless providers up here are, are TELUS, Rogers, and Bell. Okay, when you walk into a TELUS, Rogers, or Bell store, or even a even a, a dealer store, so it could, the store could be called Speed Wireless, for example, but they're under the Bell name, for example. When you walk into any of these places, you see on display iPhones. Um, Samsungs, and then everybody else kind of in the corner, right? <laughs> and you might have a Google Pixel display on its <laughs> on its own in the corner, which is, I mean, good job Google, but I mean, there's right. nothing really to kind of track you over there. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, LG's marketing has been like what? And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And I, and, and there's nothing wrong with LG. They make terrific devices like that, but I think it, marketing is going to come down to it with HTC and trying to attract people and for people to go, okay, if I, if I, first of all, you're not going to get the Apple people, the, uh, right. HTC, you should be, you should definitely be going after your, the Android people. And so, um, it's it's really going to come down to their marketing and what they can bring different in terms of design and feature set and, and what's in there and and, and price points. So, yeah. um, it's 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 a tricky game because you're, for example, like we were talking about before, we don't know what Samsung's doing. Well, I know what Samsung's doing. Samsung's always done this. Samsung floods the market. Okay, right. they flood the market. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Samsung's biggest sellers worldwide aren't even the Galaxy line of stuff. So it's not the Galaxy S line. It's not the Note Galaxy uh, Note lines, for example. It's their it's their tier two devices. Right, their A and J series, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, so for example, their biggest seller in Canada last year was the J3. Okay. That's a tier two device. That's basically a Galaxy S9, but with plastic backing. Okay. Right. Everything else internally is the same. So that's what Samsung does. They flood the market and then they focus their marketing on the Galaxy, the big stuff. So that when you go into the store and maybe you don't want to buy the Galaxy s10 yeah. or s20 or whatever okay maybe you'll buy the a51 what was it it was a51 yeah a51 that was very similar that we were talking about that is a great buy if you don't want to pay the price point for an s20 right right so um it's going to come down to that with which htc like how they can separate themselves it's not going to take some fancy actor talking about them or anything like that and and because i think consumers see a lot through that nowadays mm-hmm. right so it's going to come down to like what is the real value you know, and if you want to look at a company that's offering really great value, look at the SE 2020 from Apple. Mm-hmm. That is huge <laughs> at that price point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, well, and we're it past is. all the, um, you know, pitchmen. We know but Gary Oldham did pitch HTC phones, if everybody mm-hmm. remember. And there was, I think, a Robert Downey Jr. And then Jason Statham had the, G, the LG, yeah. right, the G5 thing. And then the best one of all is uh, Little Wayne. He's sitting yeah. there pouring like the champagne, like yeah. He's like, yeah. That, that yeah. is one of my. I I would watch that commercial. I don't care what it was he was doing. I just yeah. think Little Wayne is just like one of my favorite people of all time. Yeah. I think so our, awesome. I think our ads for phones are a little less uh, in your face than that, <laughs> right? And, yeah, I mean, my stores are very similar to yours. The right. way that you walk in and they're laid out, but the differences in manufacturers. Yes, yeah, Samsung and Apple are there, but Google and weirdly a company you wouldn't expect, Sony, are front and center yep. with. Apple and Samsung. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's strange, strange, but I think if HTC are going to try and make a comeback, they can't just try and rely on their name. Yeah. And word I, of mouth. I, they need I, to hit marketing hard. I had an Xperia, was it Xperia 3? Z3? I can't yeah. remember. The, the XZ3 so, or the Z. Yeah, I had an Xperia. There's been so many. Yeah. <laughs> They're naming. God, it's, so, it's, a, it's a little rough to swallow. Yeah, I get it. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to figure I, out. Yeah. I, I had an Xperia Z, Z3 where it was back in the day. It was a little white slender thing. And it was a great phone, except it only mm. had 16 gigabytes of onboard. You had to expand it. And it was a little slow. But, I mean, um, the person I sold it to, the person I sold it to like four years ago, Mm-hmm. He still uses it, so it's like a five-year-old phone. Mm. Right. I can still, believe that because the Z2 I've got upstairs, I found out, yeah. powered it up, charged it up, downloaded like PUBG just to yeah. test it out. Yeah. The hardware still works perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, software's a bit behind. Yeah, and, but, yeah, I, I, and I always, I always like to, <laughs> and, and my thing is, I, I kind of want the different 
styles of phones. I'm okay with a polycarp. Maybe it's just because I'm an old Lumia yeah. guy. If I'm HTC totally make okay a metal with, phone, yeah. I'm yeah. totally okay with making That's a polycarp so phone or yeah. a plastic phone or a glastic or whatever. It yeah. doesn't have to be. Actually, I. I'm okay with having different kinds. I wish we could kind of, I know we won't. It's, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's like HTC is probably never coming back. My windows phone is never gone. They're never gone. But here was the thing about windows phone. Well, real quick let's aside. Be honest, if your back of your phone was made out of plasterboard, you wouldn't notice the first thing you do with a new phone is put a case on it. Right. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Right. Like, most people are going to throw a plastic case on. So, and the thing yeah. about the windows phone was there weren't a lot of, first party apps but there was a lot of there was a real good homebrew development community so there was a guy who actually rudy win who actually now works for microsoft he was building like third-party clients for like snapchat and uh, and uh instagram that actually i use his six chat tag chat i used those before so there was a lot of homebrew and actually they had a MyTube and youtube client that actually allowed you to record it years before you could wow. so you just had to kind of mm. know where to kind of go and yeah they were a little rough yeah they were kind of shaky but if you if you're a hardcore windows user you could kind of find the seams there that you would yeah. maybe even get a better experience as far as functionality, but maybe obviously the, the UI is a little janky, but mm -hmm. there were, there were apps and that you could kind of find. So that was just the only side. So I realized, but I wish they would bring back and I'm okay with using even like a flagship style mm -hmm. phone or like a mid range. I'm okay with like, if the Nord came out, by the way, every time I hear that name, I keep thinking of the Noid, <laughs> the Noid from the Domino's commercials from like the early nope. mid eighties. All I hear is just, I'm waiting for somebody to say VPN at the end. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm waiting for. Yeah. I just keep I, thinking of that dumb commercial, but I just, I, I'm okay with different yeah. materials and form yeah. factors. I'm, I, oh, but more is better. If, I don't care what it is. More is always no. better. More choice, Wait, more, more flexibility. If price a company point. made a phone that was metal, would you put a case on it? No, no. I, I mean, it depends. I mean, that's what it's meant. If it's I a hard, it's a hard one because no. metal phones back in the day, we never yeah. used to put cases on our phones. Like our HD M8s, M10s, M7s. For about never the first used to have three, a case. For about yeah. the see, I got out of focus again. This is stupid. Thing. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It's cool. So for so for about for, for the first three months that I had this right here, the the iPhone 11 Pro Max, you can see how clean it is in the back here. Yeah, I like didn't I didn't use a case on it at all. Wow. Uh, because I love this uh, frosted, yeah, you know, so non-fingerprint. Non oh, yeah, it, it is not either, really. Right? But as soon as as soon as I started traveling and going outside, I'm like, okay, put the case on, right? And uh, you know, I'm not a big case guy. Like, I don't like cases for the most part um, because I don't like how how much bulk they add. So I was very picky about the case I picked and everything like that. Um, but I'm I, I would be okay with a like a metal phone. I don't know how wireless charging would work again because for me wireless charging is kind of a factor but let me ask you guys this since we're talking about like materials of phones or anything like that we always see like for example when we see like the leaks and everything like that of like the newest iphone so for example this happened last year people were like oh the back of the iphone is ugly with the square module da, da, da. no one's gonna like okay do you guys honestly think that people care about what the other person's camera module looks like on the back of their phone no, I don't think you care what you their own camera module too. looks like. When you when they look at the back of the phone, and I've got a yeah. Pixel 4 XL, they look at the mm -hmm. back of the phone and see those three discs, they know mm -hmm. you have an iPhone. That's yeah. what they care about. That's yeah, more of the driver. But I don't think anybody's is, looking at going, well, this, I would totally get this. No. Like, this camera module is just not exactly. going to work for me. It's just no one got it and, looks yeah. at the back of their phone. And yeah. if you are on the receiving <laughs> end of a photo and you're looking at the back of someone's phone, a general person doesn't look and go, they just stand there, take the photo, and carry on with their day. They no, don't. Yeah. Nobody, so I, care, nobody cares. <laughs> and if you judge other, if you are 
if you care about the judgment from other people about the back of your phone is you need to find new friends. Okay. Right. You need to really, circle, really evaluate your social circle and maybe make some adjustments. It's such, it's, a, it's, it's such an, I, okay. I get it. I understand that. Like it makes it interesting within the tech community, but it's so nauseating sometimes. And again, that right. goes back to our, what we talked about at the top here, about the disconnect between, you know, tech enthusiasts and reviewers and reality. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. nobody. Nobody yeah, yeah. cares. They're throwing and, a piece of. They're throwing a case on it after buying a big no. bulky otter box, whatever it is, and away they go. Right. And then nobody cares. I did have a couple of people comment on the size of the S twenty when I had the S twenty Ultra. They, mm. I had a few people comment. It's a what huge the phone. hell is that yeah, thing big. on the back of yeah. that phone? I was like, it's. Then, it's you're walking around like this on a freaking <laughs> stove top. Well, and then you got people <laughs> making comments talking about like plastics better than glass and uh, you know and oh. slipperiness and and feeling the hand and yeah I mean we have a lot of people that and that's so <laughs> the have Pixel XL that, God love him. <laughs> the he, Pixel Three XL notch he's on my man hand. The, the Windows Phone were awesome Nokia did a great job with those things I had the ten twenty I mean I had a Lumia nine twenty and I'm oh. telling you you could throw it down like literally yeah. go dad eh, throw it down a that thing was a beast that thing was a beast you can't beat old Nokia phones beat somebody so. to death with it if you were in a fight and you're like. I got nothing. I got a bar stool. Nah, I forgot it. I miss I miss Nokia. Like I know that they're owned by hey, that's a good question, actually. Yeah. What do you think is next for Nokia? Where do they go from like with HMB where they are now? I, yeah, I, I was curious too I how you feel about that. I don't even know what direction they're going right now because <laughs> be, be perfectly perfectly honest, I haven't I don't pay attention outside of North America to tell, I mean it's not that I, I I'm like I don't right. want to listen. I just don't hear enough about it yeah. outside of North America. Like I know that there's things going on or anything like that. And yeah, if they came out with something like, oh, for example, so Motorola just like re-released the Razor, for example. Mm -hmm. If Nokia did something like that with like one of their old school ones, <laughs> yeah, take my money, right? Like well, I'm, did, uh, I'm a total they... nostalgia guy. Like you, I'll buy anything nostalgia. I mean, they look at the video, the look at the games behind me, right? So yeah, I could, yeah, I saw that. I noticed, and they're like, when you moved, I saw the uh, it looked like it looked like Mortal Kombat two. I couldn't really tell from the back. I was like, <gasps> oh. Well, yeah. Here, you go ahead and full screen me here if you want. Yeah, but, Zach's yeah. Zach's off like background offices is flipping cool yeah. i absolutely love that is like i saw more combat i saw like the <laughs> scorpion thing i was like yeah. oh oh no like, oh that's, that's the arcade one up uh mortal combat so you got one two and three on there and then uh oh, which way this way street fighter that's got like street fighter 2 turbo like, all that stuff right that's oh man yeah the arcade one up stuff so that's oh, yeah that, i, that's I put so I much money in those when i was a kid i've tried yeah. i've tried to talk my wife into buying an actual arcade cabinet and she she becky's not biting on it yet i'm these are like I'm a quarter of the price these are like a quarter of the price these cost yeah. me uh i think 300 oh really that's not bad at and all. you put it together yourself and yeah you know it, it's about a quarter of the size no it's about it's about one third the size i think it is okay uh but i mean i made the mistake of letting my kids play it because <laughs> uh -oh. like I was winning a lot at like Mario Kart and like I've waited my whole life at this so I could win at Mario Kart and I killed them at Mario Kart. <laughs> right. And now Good. my my son kicks my ass at, at Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and it's like no oh. you're not you're not allowed to play this anymore. Right. You can't beat me here. No, exactly. this is for a very specific reason and you're yeah. ruining it. Oh my yeah. god, you're making my life awful. So yeah. that that's kind of funny. But yeah, I, I just happened when you, when when we had that frame and you kind of moved off to the side. I was like. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. no, these, are, these are totally worth it. Like, I put so much money oh. in these things when I was a kid. So yeah, when yeah. I heard that they were like, I bought Street Fighter first and then and Mortal Kombat cabinet, I bought it. And I, I also bought them with the risers. So they're actually normally about two feet shorter. Right. So you can, you can sit in them comfortably. Mm -hmm. But this, they're at the right level. And they, the oh. joysticks, in my opinion, feel the same. Some, some 
the hardcore nostalgist was will say no it doesn't feel the same but for me it does i can do all the moves i got i got all the moves and everything on a piece of papers for all the finishing moves and everything and you know what i yeah. can still play mortal Kombat and still rock fatalities right now and not even miss a beat <laughs> well and here's and when i was when a kid you watch stacks videos where you sort of looking in the background just like oh. i guess I so many comments you're like they're like what's the, I, watch so your, cool. I, I watch your videos for the lightsabers in the video games and i'm like well okay well thanks for the click appreciate yeah. it <laughs> It's like I'm not. I don't want to be rude enough to say I'm really kind of looking past Zach. Really, I'm like, yeah. Can you move? Just I'm always to afraid to remove them because just I'm go about, to one left. <laughs> yeah, if, I'm, I'm always afraid to remove them or do something different because I'm like, well, maybe people will stop watching. Or could you imagine <laughs> the hate if like, oh. where have they gone? Bring them back. I do something them. like my friend Viper and just like put some like Christmas lights in the background and just go whole full bokeh. Like, will people yeah, get upset of that? Viper's all no. about the mood lighting, though. Yeah, I love that. It, he's about it's about five. So, I had. You know, I'm 45 years old. So when I was a kid, there was that was what you did. There was the the you know in the, the Nintendo days. That was the first console that really had arcade level style look. Yeah. But for the most yeah. part, if you if you wanted to play an arcade game, you had to go to an arcade, either like mm-hmm. a malt shop or a gas station. Yeah. Or when I was a kid, there was an arcade downstairs where everybody would socially gather, and that was like if you thought you could really rock this game, you would go there, and there would be lines of quarters across the top of the cabinet. Yep. And yep. you'd have to get in there and you'd have to just basically play as many times as you can play. And that was like a rite of passage. You'd like, okay, I'm like a street fighter. Oh, dude, it was that place. I mean, I'm, only, I'm 30, but no, in the it, 90s when I was growing up, because obviously I was born in 1990, the consoles were starting to make a move into people's houses generically. Like they, There was no arcades to go to and socially gather or anything like that. No, the, the PlayStation ruined... Had a friend around and you did a split screen on Gran Turismo One or whatever it was. But but I was like, if you thought you had game, like if you thought you could kick ass, like you could beat all your friends in the neighborhood, cool. Mm. If you thought you had game, you took your bag of quarters Mm. and you went to you went to tilt and you and I remember the day Mortal Kombat Three came out, the only place that actual cabinet showed up in St. Louis was at Mm. Lambert Airport. And I remember getting on a bus and going with my buddies up to Lambert Airport in in the terminal, like not getting a flight, (laughs) like in the terminal and actually had the line of quarters. And people had already, and this is before the days of FAQs. There were no YouTube videos. People had figured out fatalities and they'd figured all this out on their own. And there was like a line literally out the door and you had to put your quarters on the cabinet. And those those social interactions, it's so, I try to explain to people who aren't, it's so much different. There are now. still places to go. Yeah, right now and you have they that. are not. They're not like what they like. What you're explaining. They're, they're there's just a place. There. There's yeah, a place sure. here in Calgary called uh, the Rec Room REC or the Rec Room, right. and you pay like a you pay like ten dollars when you walk in, and you can play unlimited like like original arcade games mm-hmm. like this and like skee ball and all kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I'm trying to explain like retro games. It's awesome. Yeah, and, and we like I, I would explain to my son like so we went and they had like a full size Street Fighter two, and my son's like that's like yours, but it's bigger. I'm like this is how the real thing is, and had to get him on a step stool, and he's like what's this slot for? I'm like well back in the day we would put a quarter in there. My son's like what? I'm like oh my god, am I really that old? Right? Yeah. We- so. We yeah. have a place called Up Down. It's basically it's it's an arcade. It's the same thing. You go in there, and I'll tell you, I spent. My wife thinks I'm insane. Well, obviously, but she, you know, I remember she going knows. there. She, I ditched her because they had killer. <laughs> they had a killer instinct. Oh, that was killer. so much fun back in the and day. I, and I was like, man, Saber Wolf. I'm like, hell, the hell, yeah. And I was like, yes. she's like, are you gonna be good? I said, yeah. Bring me some beer and leave me the fuck alone. I'm good. <laughs> for two hours. I'm rocking Saber Wolf, Jago. I'm gonna rock this thing like it's mm-hmm. crazy. And I just, it was like a regular. This had pizza, right? And it's a regular bar. And I'm telling you. It was packed, and most of the people who were in there, I know, were not alive during the whole 
arcade, yeah, video arcade, Qbert Operation Wolf days. There's those people are obviously in their early to you know late twenties or early te- late teens. There's mm-hmm. no way they knew those games. But I mean, you go in there and they're like they had in the back they had a, a Wii going on and they had Wii games and then Ski Ball. It was it was awesome. I bet place is so awesome and I get I, I can't go back there every because Becky gets mad because I never leave. She <laughs> yeah, well I don't blame you. I mean I'm I I'm a nerd, so I like looking back at stuff like that. The stuff that I missed. Like by the time I was old enough to have a console, it was like 1996, 1997. So I missed that. But as I got grew older, and even now, I still look back. I love to get like, especially Andrew, especially with his PC. He's got all the nostalgic games. Oh, has all the links, and he plays. And I'm like, oh. So we don't have any. We don't have any traditional consoles here in the house. We have these. And then we have a Nintendo Classic. Remember when that came out? Right? Yeah. Okay. I have we a have, Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. yeah, we have, this, I know that we have, one. We have <laughs> the Nintendo Classic. We have the Super Nintendo Classic. We have the PlayStation Classic and the the new uh, the Genesis, Genesis Classic. Yeah, okay. So cool. my my kids, when they want to play video games, they always say, can we go downstairs and play Mario Kart? And like Mario Kart, like what we remember. Or they're right. playing original Mario and stuff like that. So, and, it, and it's kind of funny because like I, I, the last traditional video game system I owned was the PlayStation one okay the playstation one i didn't own a two i didn't own a three i didn't own a four i've never been interested in xbox and then before you guys hate and before all the xbox fans hate on me it's not it's not that i just never had any interest because during those years i was out having a life oh no i'm just kidding uh but i mean for example like uh so playstation just did their big uh, but a few weeks ago, their reveal of what the PlayStation Five is going to look like. Oh, yes. And uh, and so my my kids sat here watching with me, and they're like, "What movie is this?" I'm like, "These are video games." They're like, "What?" And like, of course, they show the gameplay, and they're like, "What?" So they're so mo- both my and eyes are only shown in 1080p30. Yeah. They're like, wow, they're even so, like so almost like my, school game kids. Yeah, so my eyes are popping out of my head because I haven't like, of course, I've played console stuff here and there, my friends' places and here and there, and I've, I'm obviously I'm in that sort of kind of community or thing, so I know what the capabilities are. But my eyes are still popping out of my head, and my kids' eyes are popping out of my head. And my wife walked in and she goes, "So what do you guys want for Christmas?" We're like one of these. So so <laughs> I I cannot wait. So this it's a very unique situation. So my kids for the last couple of years, my kids are eight and five. So the, over the last couple of years here, they've been playing the old school consoles that I grew up with. Right, the retro systems, and now we're now all three of us. We're gonna start playing the newest generation PlayStation Five. Like a time warp. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. We're we're all gonna experience the same time. Like there's there's a game on there. I can't remember what it's called. It, it's a bunch of it's it's a bunch of uh, plants and animals that walk around. And it's, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, it looks it looks hilarious. It looks hilarious. And I cannot wait. <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, yeah. Um, uh, okay. Is it called Bugs Life? No, it's not Bugs Life or something like that. It's something like that. It's like yeah. I can't it, remember what it was. Yeah, but, but it was, uh, weird. Yeah, have, it was those, really trippy. Like, yeah, having those consoles—it's—it's like... it's hard to explain it because, and I still downstairs, and I—this is honest to God—it still works. I have an Intellivision downstairs, mm-hmm. and not only do I have all the overlays, I have like Burger Time and all that. Oh. It actually. I actually had came with a voice module so you could actually plug certain cartridges in and it, it oh, was nice. it, 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 it's pretty awful. So, but I just remember, and I and you boot it up. It says, you know, copyright 1979. I'm like, <laughs> high five. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I, and I actually went to a local Goodwill just, just there. To, I actually buy t-shirts there. Cause you can get like $3 t-shirts. And if you rip them or you get stains on them, like who cares? And you get really cool stuff. Like I had like, you know, Rhode Island intramural lacrosse champion 1997, like the most <laughs> obscure shirt you can imagine, right? Yeah. 
And uh, well, they had cartridges that had them like in rubber bands, mm-hmm. and they were just like you know the old like in television carts. And the line guys like, I don't even know what these are. And I was like, Dude, these are like the <laughs> so I and I bought the entire stack of like ten. I think it was like eight, like nine, six bucks, seven bucks. I even talked to guy like I give you five bucks for it. And he's like, I don't care. It's Goodwill, whatever. Awesome. So it was, but you know, hook it. And then somebody makes a comment about the Commodore Amiga. I mean, my first computer was a Commodore One Twenty Eight. That mm-hmm. was when I was a kid. I mean, I thought I had hit the big time. I mean, I had a, you know, and you had computers that press play on tape, right? And using like you actually put the cassette tape in and Commodore. actually press play. Dude, yeah, do yourself a favor. See, you my know, yeah, my old... first console was the Sega Master System. Oh yeah, oh, that wow. it had when you had the the maze game. If you didn't know, you know, it was um. So those nostalgic games, and I'm glad to hear Zach was it the Mega Drive? Making, and his kids were we're playing and enjoying those games where it just wasn't about, you didn't have like to have a guide. You could just put yeah. a quarter in or just how long could you run through super Mario bros before you died? Right. And all those yeah. little, you know, those kind of things that just was mindless fun and you just turn it off. You yeah. don't have to worry about coming back to it. You don't have to worry about saving. If you did come back to it and save it with yeah. the 700 letter character <laughs> save code that you'd write down wrong. You're like, damn, yeah. you'd be like a new and work. Like the one, the, the one game right now I'm, I'm totally getting back into because of the storyline. And I hope they make some, sort of sequel for the playstation 5 is uh metal gear solid oh PlayStation God, one yes. and so uh, you guys I know that loved that oh God. It was, it was, it's a lot of sneaking around and then there's a lot of cut scenes right of story oh yeah and my son's watching with me and he's just like this is this is like a movie and i'm like now you know understand like why like I, I hope they do some sort of sequel. I know there's been sequels since but i hope they do something for the playstation 5 yeah, but there's not been anything like the originals they've all been a bit yeah Actually, you know, like the there's original, not much in the way of awesome. sneaking around. Like in Metal the Gear Solid was amazing. Had yeah, to sneak. The first if you got that little exclamation mark above the enemy's head, you were screwed. No, yeah, there's the nothing you could do. Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation was like probably the one of like the top mm. ten games of all time for me. I would say yeah. even top five. I it was the most. When was you played that game, you're like, this is just the story. It was cool. Mm. It, you wanted you. I like the games you like that. to sell. Yeah. Splinter Cell was a good game that I enjoyed that as well because it's very similar in the yeah. way he's sneaking around. And to be honest with you, I, I'm kind of a Hideo Kojima fan. I'm kind of a big fan. Now I did get Death Stranding. It's just too much. Now it's too much. I'm like, okay, now it's just way too. I, I don't. Know. I can't play Death Stranding. I, I couldn't get into it. I tried though, but uh, it's nope. it's good to see that, that Zach is having kids, kind of bringing them up the, the old in the ways of the old school. And, yeah. and at old the minute, my two are awesome. playing Pokemon and Spyro the Dragon. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. Spyro. Yeah, and minor girls. So no, I, I, one of my favorites I, was Ape Escape. That was the, I was the love. That was my oh, favorite. And game. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so, Ape Escape chasing uh, had the net and chasing those monkeys around. They had little sirens on their head. You had to like catch them. It was, my son, the my son's been playing. Uh, my son's been playing a lot of uh, Earthworm Jim. Oh yeah, on the on the Genesis Classic. And I never understood. I never understood <laughs> that game because of the different buttons, the different things. Like rather than pointing, so you just threw me back, right? <laughs> yeah. And so my son's playing this, but I forgot how funny that game is just to watch, right? <laughs> So I'll yeah. sit back on my iPad doing something and he'll be playing. I'll look up and I'm just like, this is hilarious. I'm, you know, but it's so it's so it's been really cool. Like I, it was never intentional this way. It was just like, okay, Nintendo Classic. Yes, I have to get that. I get that. And I'm playing here in the studio and I'm like, okay, I'll move it out to the to the den so the kids can check it out. Then the super, you know, classic comes out. Okay, I'll move it out there. Next, you know, all the classic systems are out there. And, <laughs> and, and migrated, right? Exactly, right. And they're enjoying them, and it's great. And like you said, it, they're just simple to the point. Like back in the day, we all remember them even my wife can jump in here and there and then like i said 
uh, we were we were actually talking about getting a PlayStation 4, but I was like, no, nah, I think I'll wait and see if, if there's a PlayStation 5. I'm not sure what's going on. And then, of course, six months later, the announcement, and we're just like, so now they got to enjoy everything I grew up with. I got to re-enjoy everything I got to grow up. And now we're all three of us, all four of us are going to mm. go into this next generation. Yeah, so, I mean, awesome. that's what I like about the classics. It, it, it was a good choice to bring them out and then have the preloaded classic games. I mean, not all of them. Mm-hmm. Some of the games they've, that were on there were a bit... Uh, I don't even remember that. But like, so people are talking about... We're, like, people are still waiting for a Silent Hill game. Like, oh, yeah. forget that game. I want, I don't they, they, they started making one, didn't they? But it got like... Yeah, they shut it down again, and it, we're I, never going to get a Silent Hill, Silent Hill game. And I, I just want, want one. <laughs> I just want to say hi, really quick, to uh, to Juan and see you in the chat, buddy. And uh, I love everything that you do, all the work and everything like that. And we got to get you on on the the painfully honest podcast sometime. So, oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, to be honest, I mean, Juan and and watching like Juan and TK mm-hmm. and and you and, and and guys like you, just you know, who aren't Marquez Bront, like just trying to start yeah. out. And, Hey, maybe there's something to this. Maybe we can do it. And granted, I don't. I'm not looking to monetize. We're not looking. If this takes off, great. No. If, if it no. does, well, we so we fun. have fun. Like we had yeah, Jason fun. with us last week. Yeah, I heard and that. It was yeah. it was a, it was a great show. And it's like we well, we don't we don't like script it. We don't like it's just go. We run yeah. with the the chat. We run with the guests. You know, we just we have kind of like it's kind of like what Jason. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like what Jason Viper exactly and I do. Like what Jason, right? Yeah, yeah. And, we, and I've watched those shows. and They're really, really. Good. I mean, they're just good. You just listen to. You don't have to like actively. You can just kind of listen to in the background while you're doing something. So just, I was in and out of streams yesterday. Oh. I was at work, and I think yeah. I was at work, and I was supposed to be working, but I was in and out of TK stream, and then mm-hmm. I'm in and out of Viper stream, and I'm like, I should get some work done. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, I think I, I should stop doing this live streaming stuff and get some work done. Yeah. But we uh we and that's why we just like to keep it light. So Sunday afternoon, I realize you know a lot of people, especially family guys like yourself, you know this is a it's a long a lot ass. You have an hour. No, this is great. Day. You got me away from them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, brilliant. And, but <laughs> we really we really do appreciate it. and yeah. And Juan was kind of like Juan's definitely in. He's definitely down for that. Yeah. So oh, you know awesome. you guys can work on that. But it was just great having you on. And is, so for maybe most of the people probably know who you are and probably do follow you. But for those who don't, and I'll put them in the show notes when I get done with the show and everything. But where can people find you? What are you into as far as like different shows, not just your stuff, but your collaborations with others? Where can they find you? So and we've uh, also got some questions about your merch in the chat as well that I'm noticing. For sure. Uh, so so uh, on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Zach Talks Tech. So it's, that's uh, that's uh, Z. AK that AK talks tech uh, or 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 Z I I, I say Z more often because I have more of a US audience lately but uh, anyway Zach talks tech and then uh, Twitter is probably my second biggest outlet and then uh, you know on 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 Instagram and even TikTok I've been doing a little bit lately so yeah I I try to make sure I have a presence friendly. We yeah. don't participate. We're I don't. Friendly. I don't dance. Nobody wants to see me dance. But uh, but I don't been, know. I don't know. Been, well, I, been, I, we, we can do that. Yeah. If we, as long as it's costing you money, I'm okay with just giving a shot. What the hell? Why not? No, we need we need some drinks here if we're gonna do some dancing. But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm on so 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 YouTube, Twitter, and then uh, Instagram, and then of course uh, uh, Facebook is there just because and and and, and TikTok, like I said, and then uh, Tuesdays at eight o'clock Eastern, um, I do the Painfully Honest Tech podcast, which we recently moved over to to twitch we've only been on twitch now for a couple weeks i do that with that's obviously jason's show on painfully honest tech right. and myself uh i joined him and then now we have vipers for the three of us it's a good dynamic and then sometimes oh, yeah. sometimes we bring in a guest we're working on some bringing in guests on a regular basis now every couple weeks sure. so we're working on that right now and um and that's basically it and i'm we're and i actually have another 
I, I have another Instagram where I'm kind of um, kind of documenting my health journey involving tech called Zach Talks Health, and that's on Instagram if you if you want to check that out. Um, so I've I've had a, a very interesting uh, health journey in the last couple yeah. of years, I guess now, and I'll be yeah. integrating that more with my channel and everything like that. So if you guys want to see um, some interesting real life photos of what's going on with that, that's sure. on Zach Talks Health. But I don't really I don't focus on that a lot. But yeah. Yeah, and I and I'm you know we kind of kind of followed the, what was going on. I'm, I'm so much glad that you know that's that's a challenge. Any kind of health situation, mm -hmm. I mean, that's and just get through it. And I'm glad you're feeling much better, and you seem yeah. like you're getting through it. And I I'm kind of curious just how that journey goes because even if it's something you're never maybe going to experience, probably or so, maybe not have a family member, you can you can kind of get a feel for what you had to. Well, go okay, so mm -hmm. store. I'm actually going to do a whole video on this. I'm I'm I've I've already filmed part of it, and I'm going to be doing up the rest of this week and hopefully releasing the video this week because it's a little bit longer kind of vlogging type video. It's more, uh, if you guys are familiar with John Rettinger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you are familiar with the, how his content is kind of, uh, kind of pivoted to more of a, of a, of a vlogging, I want to say vlogging, yeah. but more of like he, a he's documentary. Type. His, his right. content a lot more to yeah. what he likes. It's from style where he was a lot more, before. Yeah. It's yeah. more, it's more, yeah. yeah, it's more documentary type style. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's, that's the video I have coming up, but I'll give you guys kind of a preview here. So, so sure. going back to November of 2018, November of 2018. Okay. I'm in Los Angeles for vid summit. Okay. And while I was down there, I noticed like a pain around my stomach area, around my belly button area. Now at the time, um, now you guys should know, everybody knows that I'm, I'm six foot one. And at the time I was 410 pounds. Okay. Big boy, yeah. six foot one, 410 pounds. Okay. I've always been a very big boy. Uh, I come from uh, my whole family is all farmers. We're all very, very big guys. Okay. We love our meat and potatoes and, and, you know, and, and you're talking to a guy that used to, I used to drink like a two liter. I don't know how many ounces that is. I used to drink like a two liter of like Coca-Cola. For you're dinner. talking my language in liters and Celsius. Yeah, I used so. to drink. I used to drink. Yeah, I used to drink like a, you know, for like one of those for dinner. Okay, okay. So unhealthy lifestyle. Didn't exercise. Whatever. Right. Just going about and do my own thing. So um, I'm down at Vid Summit in LA, and I noticed this pain. I'm like, what's going on here? And you know, you have a good time. I I get back to Calgary, and Christmas comes around, and I notice this bump like below and above my belly button. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what is it? Like, if you look at a normal big guy stomach, it's nice and curved and right. Uh, but I've got this weird bump. Like something's like trying to get out of me like alien. I'm like, what is this? January comes around and like, it's uncomfortable. I can't do anything with it. I don't know. I didn't understand what it was. It's four days before I'm supposed to fly down to CES. This is January, 2019, four days before I have a collapse in my house. I literally fall on my hands and knees screaming in pain. Go to the go to the hospital, rush for hospital. Da, 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 da. Uh, you know, Zach, you have a hernia. You have an umbilical hernia. So it sounds it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a hernia that's around the umbilical area, around your belly button area. Okay. So they they show me at the time, this is how you self-manage it. This is how you quote unquote poke it back in. I know it sounds weird. Uh, and everything. And the, and the and the surgeon or the doctor I saw at the time, he said, Listen, go see your general doctor. But you know, if we do surgery now, um, you, you know, it's it's you could possibly rip through the mesh. So hernia surgery involves, uh, they cut you open, they put a piece of mesh in there, they, they zip you back up. Okay. And what happens most of the time is most people get that done. They go back to their unhealthy lifestyle. They rip through that mesh. It's the same story over again. Okay. Right. So, um, okay. So I leave the hospital two days later, go see my, uh, my general doctor. My general doctor says, okay, Zach, you need to lose weight. And he says the same thing that the surgeon told me at the hospital. You either lose weight this year 
or you will die. They were not joking around. And they gave me the different reasons. Okay. You either lose weight this year or you die. Okay. So you're like, holy crap. Right. So I, I put the channel and everything kind of on hold and everything. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and so started eating better and, and things like that. The, one of the biggest factors I did is I cut out a lot of the, a lot, almost all pop drinking and juice drinking because of the amount of sugar in there. Sugar leads to uh, insulin, insulin leads to fat, et cetera. Right. There's a, you know, there's a whole connection there. So, so that happened and, um, everything's going great throughout 2019. I go from 410 down to 340. So 70 pounds, we'll say lost. And then, uh, you know, CES this year happens 2020. So it's been over a year. So January, 2020 from January, 2019, when I had the, the collapse to January, 2020, I get back from CES and I'm still having some pain here and there. Uh, fast forward to, uh, I guess how many weeks has it been now? Actually, today is exactly a month. Today is a month since I had the hernia surgery. Excuse me. I get rushed to the hospital because I can't get the hernia under control. Um, you know, and, and if I eat, if I eat like a large carb meal, like pasta or something like that, which which is what I did the day before, I have issues with it. So I've, I've been cutting down on carbs naturally, obviously reducing pop and everything like that. So I go to the hospital. They can't get it under control. So I went in for so a month ago today. I went in for emergency hernia surgery, which is exactly what they didn't want to do with me a year before because at the time it was 410. Well, now, like I said, I'm 340, actually at 345. Um, and so they did the surgery, quick little incision, like the side, like about an inch, right? They go in there, they put, they push everything back down, put the mesh in, zip it back up. Okay. I got to tell you that that has been completely life-changing and now for the most part hernia surgeries are very straightforward they i mean there's different right. types of hernias growing you, know, you always hear about growing hernias and this but for me it was completely life-changing and uh you know two months ago three months ago this was severely debilitating for me i'm talking about and this is no no word of a lie i would lay in bed on my back because getting out of bed and having it poke out or this and that was so it would just physically would kill you. And then it kills you up here in your brain. Right. And my only contact with people was through Twitter on my phone. And so my channel, everything took a backseat. I went to some pretty dark places mentally. Okay. Yeah. So now that I'm fixed physically, mentally, why I'm, I've been, it's just like a whole 180. And that's why I'm transitioning my channel to be, um, to focus a little uh, more on on the health aspect of what technology can do for us not so much fitness but health you know how can i use for example the apple watch to become healthier the apple watch for me has been a huge factor in helping me lose weight and become healthier in the last year okay um you know closing the rings walking doing the exercising things like that okay being able to track the things those things on my phone and and, and, and track sleeping and stuff like that. Okay. So for me, the, the transition or pivoting that st kind of stuff on my channel is important to me because not, because it's obviously connected to me personally, but I also feel as though it's something that everybody can, can take advantage of. Okay. I'm not talking about fitness and going hardcore, this and that and, and everything on my channel and, and these kind of workouts, but okay. You know, today I took a, a 30 minute walk, you know, and, and this is what I was able to track over the last week by doing that and everything like that. Or this is how this app could help you in terms of sleep tracking, everything. So, um, you know, if you take care of yourself physically, like I did, um, it, it, it all kind of rolls down from there.
right? So, um, you know, I'm excited about about sharing that with people. So I'll be sharing more fitness type technology, as I call it, or as as it's called, actually, digital health. So yeah. digital health is a combination of both the physical technology, um, and then the apps, and then of course the data it brings. So for example, the Apple Watch has an app called Workouts, and then you can take that data and look at the fitness app. app. Right now, the app is called Health, but it'll be called Fitness when iOS 14 comes out. And then you can look at and you go, okay, this is where my heart rate was, for example, and, and go from there. Like two weeks after my surgery, I did a five-kilometer walk around Lake Louise here in, in, in Alberta. And uh, like two weeks before that, I there's no way I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. I probably pushed myself a little too much, but it's amazing how much getting this quick surgery done has changed me mentally and my drive and my focus. So, yeah. And so, and that's awesome. And I, I'm glad because I don't think that's, that's a kind of underserved segment of just health and tracking and general mm -hmm. fitness and mm -hmm. just you know, diabetic health, yeah. and just anything, right? Those are the things that we all take for granted. Cause we all, mm -hmm. you know, we're, especially men, you know, we're always kind of think we're yeah. indes you know, indestructible, especially yeah. when you're in your twenties and thirties, you're thinking, you know, you don't yeah. really think about cholesterol and carbs until you start to get a pain or an ouch or an ooh. Yeah. Or you go to your doctor and he looks at you and you go, yeah, you need to probably make, you know, pay yeah. attention to this because you but have. The problem a is that, that that bit you just said is a lot of men feel that they can't speak about things like that as well. Especially when it comes to mental health. I've oh. been very, I've been very outspoken. Um, I've revealed a lot with like on other streams, like with Viper and things like that. And I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it here. I've never talked about this publicly, but I almost committed suicide two months ago because of the mental impact that that physical disability with the hernia was causing me. Mm. Okay. I planned for it. I knew what I was going to do. I wrote a, load, a note to my family. So um, getting that, thankfully going for in for that emergency surgery, being forced in uh, saved my life. But I wouldn't have been able to get that surgery done had I not started taking steps with my health, reducing this, reducing that, using an Apple watch and everything like that. I want to be really clear here. You do not need an Apple watch or any sort of physical tracker to get healthy, but these are terrific tools right. and they will help you mm -hmm. as long as you do it properly and you, you know how to read into the data and everything. So, yeah. um, yeah. That's, so that's I, I, man. I'm really, I'm and I'm well, obviously I'm glad that, you know, you got to a good place, but I think you. you're right. That just that mm -hmm. whole discussion yeah. needs to be happening. Not just, it does, man, but, but a lot more needs to be and, said. You know, I mean that, that could have been a, that story could gone a lot differently and you know, your family's impacted and I'm, I'm very glad that it didn't go that way. And I thank you. Very yeah, and, so and one of the other, and one of the other folks is too, and uh, yeah, and this isn't so much a plug, but like I told you guys before, I used to drink like a lot of sugary pops and juices. So now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be aligning myself with um, advertisers and sponsors that want to get involved with the channel that are, are, are more on the health aspect. So one of the things I switched to drinking because I, I, I mean, I just, I want the caffeine and stuff like that. Is this stuff right here? It's called Gamer Sups. Uh, and it's a it's a carb free, sugar free, keto friendly, diabetic friendly, uh, natural caffeine. Um, I don't want to call it energy drink, but that's basically what it is. It's just a powder you throw in there, you mix it up, it it mixes in clear. And so I've partnered with them. They normally work with, as the game suggests, gamers like a lot of streamers and so like that on here on Twitch. But I'm the first in the tech 
review uh, space to partner with them. Cool. So I'm really uh, happy to partner with them. I've got a, um, you know, I've got a code and everything like that if people are interested sure. and you guys can check them out and everything like that and supports the channel and everything. But um, like I researched them along with a couple other companies and I ultimately went with them because of their ingredient list mm -hmm. and the way that they've built up their company and everything like that. Um, so so not only will I be talking about like the digital health stuff and, you know, the apps and this and that, but also if you see something come up like an ad or anything like that, or if I talk about that, it's because they've literally made an impact on my life. Right. So right. And I mean, not, any, yeah, not yeah. just talking to it, you're actually, these are things that you've used that have actually had real meaningful impact. Yeah. And I think that's going to be yeah. where really people engage. Cause you can kind of tell when people are inauthentic and just pushing a product as opposed to. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, like this is these these yeah. things made a difference in my life to at the point where it actually saved it. And, yeah, and exactly. Yeah. 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 So, like for example, like I, I I recently released a video on the on the Edifier TWS True Wireless earbuds, and the sponsor in that video was Popcorn World. So I probably and I know you probably think oh, yeah, right now. Are, yeah. Yeah. So you guys know Popcorn World, the yeah. LeBaron Burton, and everything. Yeah. The, he sent a bunch of popcorn to my Airbnb where I was staying in Las Vegas back at CES. So yeah. I kind of owed him one. Uh, but I mean, uh, I like to have some popcorn here and there once in a while as a little snack, not like a huge tub as much as I'd love to, like I used to back in the day. Right. Yeah, I That's I, still I, probably a good way to get a whole tub in and with no problem at all. That's yeah. I've heard. So I get to get some, I heard it's really, really awesome. It's, it's amazing. I, stuff. I order but like, I want to align with him because he's a small business owner and because he has some healthier options and because uh, you guys ever notice like when you eat popcorn, you get like the little kernels. Of the junk and, uh, teeth. Uh, you don't, oh, you don't, you don't get five years. Yeah. And you, yeah you, you, you don't get that with his stuff. So, so I, I'm going to make sure I align with stuff that makes sense yeah. and everything like that. And, uh, so, um, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's been, a, it's taken a little more planning here and everything like that. Like, I don't want, like I have a video coming out uh, later on this week about Apple watch straps. Right about my favorite Apple watch wraps, and then that'll tr kind of transition to the story that I just told you guys, and what happened, and why it's important to talk more about digital health and things like that. So, well, yeah, like it's definitely important. It's it's yeah. it's got to be more of a focus, especially now, because you see it, you do see it more, but you also see people still not talking or mm -hmm. wanting to talk or feel like they're just like one's just said like inconvenience people or. Mm -hmm airing you daily it's nothing like that people are there to help you and back you up no matter what circle you're yeah, from then or it, even if you're not on the same continent like us we're a community and we're always here for people like you and or anybody so when you i was know, in like, the when i was in the hospital of course i i posted a picture and i'm there I'm like, yeah, it's you know, all, i remember mm -hmm. seeing it right um i had a lot i'm not going to mention the people they know who they are there are a lot of creators a lot of really really large creators that you guys know of that reached out to me personally like dms like hey you know, what's up, what's going on here and everything like that. And that meant a ton because I may not talk to those people all the time, but we follow each other. And uh, like you were saying, Matt, like the tech community um, is so, is so supportive, I find. And there's so mm -hmm. many little things that happen behind the scenes that a lot of people don't hear about and everything like that because people are, in my opinion, they're, they're selfless. And it's, and that's great to see. Uh, I'll give you an example. And I'm not going to mention who it was, um, who sent it to him because I know who did. <laughs> uh, but Vi Viper was, you guys know Viper. He was oh, recently, yeah. yeah, he was recently sent uh, uh, an incredible lens for his a7 III. The, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a $2,000 lens or something right, like that. Yeah. And, and it's completely changed the look and feel of, of, his, of his setup. But because this particular creator noticed that he was putting in the work and said, hey, you know, I'm going to help you out. 
fired it off right you know and it's you know they they i think they told i think they told viper don't mention our name or anything like that and but it's been really hard for him not to say who it is but i know who it is but um um just things like that and and there's a lot of things behind the scenes that happen uh, that people don't yeah. see and it's just it's incredibly it's it's awesome how incredibly uh, supportive uh the community can be and and uh, i think i think uh i think one said here is act like we're inconvenienced yeah and you're in dear god only you need right. glad to speak up the community is here to back people up yeah so i like i just told you guys about you know about two months ago almost tried to end things i don't know if i'm going to mention that in the video but i'll get that point across but uh right it's important for me to put a real human um connection between why digital health is so important to me now and and and, and bringing that out to the audience and you know it's not gonna be it's not gonna be everybody's cup of tea you know it's not gonna be something that everybody's gonna want to watch but if it can resonate with at least one person to go oh, man maybe i should cut out this or maybe i should take a walk every couple of days hey mission accomplished right absolutely yeah. and, I, and i'm glad you're going to be doing that and I'll, we will do anything we can to support well, 100 percent. we don't, we don't exactly have the reach that you know other creators yeah but, but if we can reach one or two three people they can reach four five six and it's just a you know it's a domino effect it appreciate it yeah, that'd be awesome yeah yeah so i mean so matt uh before we uh we go is there anything you want to talk say do anything else no, i just feel like that's a good way to end is if you yeah. feel like you need to talk to somebody talk to somebody mm -hmm. don't feel like you're inconveniencing them or putting them out because that's the worst thing that a person who's already in a bad place can feel mm -hmm. so yeah. just speak out listen to people that have gone through it and like I say like zach's videos and stuff things like that can help if you help one person, they can help another person. And then it's just like a, you know, it's, I, it's, kind of I think it's important. Yeah. I yeah. just think it's important. Yeah. Very absolutely. important. So, uh, so, so for myself and Matt, and we appreciate you coming on Zach and taking time. I realize that, you know, life is, is hectic and busy and just sparing. So some of your valuable time is very, very awesome. It's, all, really it's all good. I have a pleasure being here. Yeah, and I, appreciate I, it. I, I love what you guys are doing here and uh, I'll be, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what else you guys bring on onto your show. Uh, we're going to keep trying to improve and do better. And uh, we'll definitely try to drive some traffic to you, all your channels. And now, especially with this digital health and also remember just to anybody else, if you are feeling yeah. never alone and you can always mm -hmm. make a phone call, you can always make a text message. You can always, there's so many channels now it's it's, we have those mediums. We yeah. just make sure we encourage people to, to reach and out. If you ever want to come back on the show, then you, you are, are absolutely welcome. welcome. Yeah. Back any other and time if you feel call. like you've, you've make, been making the videos and you want to come on and talk about them again, perfect. Free. Matt, you what time is it right now in the UK? It is half past 10. Half past 10. So you're seven hours yeah. ahead of me. You're seven yeah. hours ahead of me. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're, cool. I'm in Central, so right now it's 429. So I don't know. Alberta's kind of more Western Canada, I'm, right? Like, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Pacific. Oh, no, I'm not Pacific time. Sorry, I'm Mountain time. I'm an hour behind you. So Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. so it's good. So yeah, I, always that, that invitation. We'd love to have you on in a little while and then talk about how that's going and really are looking forward to seeing how that goes. And I'm really looking forward to seeing your content. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. I've, I'm, I'm aiming for one to two videos a week and i'm aiming more for quality than quantity now and that's not to say that there's anything wrong with people that do daily or every couple of days but for myself personally uh i want to make sure that there's a proper message and someone can at least take away some sort of value from that mm -hmm. and yeah. uh and <laughs> youtube is such a strange place too that if you don't niche down sure. everything that you know you grow small but for me i don't really care about 
you know, growing small or anything like that. It's, it's, I just want to make sure that the message is getting across and people know about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Perfect. And YouTube so, is a strange place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, I mean, okay. You just look at Viper's channel for an example. That, like, <laughs> there's no be. way you should, it should be where it is. It should be Dude's the machine. miles and miles. It'll happen. It'll, it definitely, it'll, we will keep pushing the sharing like we do for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we are a community. We might be community. We might be specific communities for like you, each creator has got their own specific, like, do you know what I mean? Like a community mm-hmm. for that, but we are spread out, you know, like we, we're here for each other. It Absolutely. doesn't matter where, where you're from, who you are, what community you're in. It doesn't really matter. Exactly. Yep. So, well, yeah. well, that's it. So for myself, Matt Tyler and, and Zach, we appreciate y'all coming on Detia and two spirits and uh, everybody's uh, Juan. Thanks for coming on, spending some time. We'll be doing it again next week. It'll just be me and Matt next week. We don't have a guest lined up, so we'll just share and do all that kind of stuff. And, and Zach, you're more than welcome to call, and I really appreciate your time. Sounds it's good. It's Gap Week. We call Thanks it Gap again. Week. <laughs> Thanks again for having me on. Appreciate it. You're right. welcome. Anytime. Have a great day.